the Chasing Progress podcast. Let's go! Hello and welcome back to the Chasing Progress podcast. Today's edition is a behind the mic special with one of our coaches, Simon Chadwick. Sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy it. The Chasing Progress podcast by Origin Gym. Right, so Simon. Yes, Dave. We're going to go digging a little bit into your background, uh-huh. having a little bit of fun. Maybe get a little bit are, serious. Are there, are there any questions that are off limits? Yeah. Okay. No, as in like, <laughs> are there any questions I'm allowed not to answer? No. So I've got you to answer. You can't on the fence. You've got to answer everything. Got to answer everything you everything ask me. To my... What um, happens if I'm not comfortable with something? Get comfortable. <laughs> okay. Get out of your comfort it's zone. Coming back at you. That's all right. I'm fine. Yeah. Right. So first bit, mm. what is your background before coaching and what made you make the leap into coaching? Okay, uh, come from South I Africa. I feel actually, I feel like I have to put limits on your talking because you talk a lot. <laughs> come from South Africa, <laughs> played a lot of sport, grew up in an outdoor lifestyle, um, played multiple sports, cricket, you know, football, rugby, uh, tennis, hockey, um, field hockey that is. Played uh, just about everything you could play, was average at most of those sports, never good, never bad. What was um, your best at? If I'm honest, the thing I was best at was probably tennis and golf, both of which I never stuck at as a youngster for various different reasons. The things I wanted to play... I was going to say, it's not cricket, is it? Was, <laughs> I see what you're getting at there. It was football. I wanted to play football. My mates, like all young young kids, you want to be with your friends. And um, I probably gave up tennis when I shouldn't have. Tennis? Mm. We played tennis, didn't we? We have. How did that go? Well, didn't I beat you? No. Are you sure? I'm... Com- <laughs> No, that's I why think, I'm asking you. I think you're lying. It was about 5 nil to me, wasn't it? Oh, behave, Dave. Anyway, all I remember about you God playing tennis was that you would loop the ball over like a typical amateur player. A and anyone who win. plays tennis doesn't want to play. Anyway, you've asked me a question. Shows your medals. So I moved to England. This is where my family was originally from. Came over here, got a job working for the council. Had already done some form of fitness uh, and training and stuff um, back in South Africa, but had never attacked it as a job or a profession or as a career. So it started in South Africa? Started in South Africa, yeah. Um, Did a little bit of that kind of thing in in South Africa, then came over here, got uh, officially qualified and just decided that I hated hated working a nine to five, like I hated working sort of a desk job. It wasn't for me, it was never gonna be for me. What jobs did Um, you do here? I worked for the council in the parking tickets department. Sorry, everyone. Ooh. But I was the nice person. I was the person who cancelled your tickets. I didn't give you your tickets. You've got to give them to cancel um, them. Someone else gave them, I cancelled them, which is part of the reason why I left, because <laughs> they, they were sick and tired of me cancelling all the tickets. Um, anyway, uh, and yeah, just kind of decided that I wanted to do something I enjoyed and, and, and just kind of fell into training. I enjoyed the gym and I enjoyed people. I, I think... It was more the fact that I enjoyed people. I enjoyed being around people and chatting and, and, and that kind of thing. I think anyone loves the gym, but it doesn't mean that you necessarily want to be or will be a coach or even a good one. I enjoy people and being around them. And so, yeah, kind of just got into coaching that way. You used to be a manager of, uh, was this in South Africa? Oh, uh, yeah? yes. What, a kids play like center? a crazy town thing. Yes, I was manager of a kids play center called Never Neverland for... For two in years, South Africa, three years yeah. in South Africa, two to three years. So there was a period where we moved over as a family back in 2000 or 1999, 2000, I think it was. And then I moved back to South Africa because I hated England so much that I moved back to South Africa and was there for probably another two to three years. And in that period, 
I managed um, a kids' play center called Never Neverland. Best job ever. Even better than coaching. Why? Hey. Because it was just a laugh. Because any parent who goes to those places, because it was hate just them. an absolute laugh. Like obviously, you know, just uh, the kids. It, it's a little bit different, I guess, in South Africa, or maybe not so much now. But um, you know, the kids had come in. It was all like secure and whatever. I went bore people with the details. Kids would go play in the math. It was huge. It was massive. It wasn't like a. I don't know what the wacky warehouses or like fun time things are like over here, but like this place was ginormous. So like these kids would go, and you wouldn't see them for two hours. It's like crazy town. It's like, is it the yellow submarine? Yeah, something, so it's like, so think, okay, so I've been to, no, so I've been to the yellow sub. So think the yellow sub times three times bigger than that. Right. So these kids would go playing and I wouldn't see them. Um, and obviously we had all the care, like the child care workers and all them and they'd be there. Um, and it, my mates would come over and we'd just sit, we'd play games, we'd have fun. It was attached to like an arcade center. So I was a young kid who'd been given a lot of responsibility uh, just basically got to do whatever I wanted. I mean, I say I said it's bad for parents. It's actually good for parents because you just go in and let them go. Oh, you, know? you sit there, have yeah, a coffee. Incredible. But I couldn't be in that environment for eight hours a day. I loved it though. Jeez. Yeah, but I love people though. You. Okay, I don't like so kids. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Only messing Beth and Sam. <laughs> so, what was your first fitness job in the UK? Uh, working for myself, training people in their homes and in different gyms. Uh, then. Uh, I wanted to see what it was going to be like working in a gym. I wanted to see the place before I committed to being there because obviously, you know, it was a lot of money that you had to commit to paying these people every month. So I got a job rent. as a fitness instructor. Yeah, rent. Um, and loved loved the actual place. So was there, I think, as a fitness instructor for about a month to six weeks, just kind of feeling the place out. It was fairly low commitment. Obviously, they were paying me to be there, so that was great. Decided I want to be there, um, so left the fitness instructing job quite quickly and just went full-time as a personal trainer, um, built up a client base. Some of those people 15 years, 16 years later are still trained today, which is great. Um, and then worked in Nuffield for about eight years, went to another great uh, gym at the time, which was called Primal. Um, and that was a great experience there, um, was... There for about two to three years, fantastic gym, good people, great setup. Um, and then I moved on to another great gym called Perform, where I was there for about two years as well. Uh, all, all semi-private personal training gyms, um, all great places where I rented space off them. I you know, paid for the privilege of being there, trained my clients one-on-one. -on -one. So for people and who then, don't know, you pay the owner a rent and you can take all your clients in there and train them. Correct. You're not employed by that gym. No. Uh, and then uh, my time at Perform came to an end and decided that uh, I wanted to open up a gym with my mate. So, uh, yeah, contacted you and a mate of ours called Graham, and we opened up Origin G Gym. G-Unit? G-Unit? Um, yeah, and we opened up Origin Gym. So, a um, fun journey over 17 years. This is Chasing Progress, the podcast. What is your biggest achievement personally? Not as like a client losing weight or anything like that. What yeah. is your biggest achievement? Uh, managing to get Laurie in to agree to marry me has got to be right up there as one of my <laughs> biggest achievements. It took me a long time, a solid eight years of pursuing her. That's got to be right up there. Um, becoming a dad has got to be probably what felt like the biggest achievement ever because obviously that was done you know with my wife we brought a child into the world and that was just an incredible feeling 
um, only eight short months ago now. How is dad life? Well, right now it's amazing. I, I feel like I keep waiting for this honeymoon bubble to burst because all the parents that I know keep telling me that it's going to. But right now it feels incredible. I mean, she's she's incredible. She's an amazing sleeper. She's a bundle of joy. She's fairly happy um, most of the time. Um, so dad life right now is great. And I've been to get real deep, quick uh, lockdown whilst it sucked in every aspect of business owning. Um, And it's been the hardest year as a business owner, as we both know. It's been the best year ever to just be able to spend time with Skylar that I otherwise would not have got to do. So it's been, that's been amazing as well. Tell us how you got into the church. Your church Got into background. the church. Your religious background. <laughs> the church, the religious talk. background. <laughs> Great question, the church. Um, so you want to, you want me to talk real quick about my faith and why? why when did it's it start? Such a, okay, so my mom is a Christian and has been obviously since before I was born. Um, I got raised in that environment by my mom, um, my dad kind of came to his own faith later on when I'd already been born and was kind of growing up a little bit. But yeah, my mom raised me in that way. Um, We went to church. She kind of let me make my own decisions, whether I liked it, whether I even wanted to go or not. Um, And yeah, I just kind of loved the environment, loved the place, ended up going, became a Christian when I was about nine years old and kind of just stuck with it the whole way. You know, obviously had the ups and downs of life that comes with anything, but yeah. Um, that was that and then throughout the years it kind of just became a much more prominent part of my life I felt like it was something I wanted to delve deeper into and make more of a commitment to being and so that's why when you say like what got you into the church like that's then where I started to like be involved in actual the day-to-day running of a church and being involved in like more of the like you know church side of things is the and this is as deep as we're gonna go yeah Go on, you love these questions, don't you? Yeah, because... You can see the smile on your face. <laughs> Come on. Hit so for people it. who don't know, you're very religious and I'm not. Well, you see, now here you go. Now, I'm very, I feel very strongly that I have to defend or correct your I'm terminology there. No, because you're saying I'm very religious. I don't like the word religious. Okay, what are you? So I would say, for those listening that want a definition for this and trying to understand me better as a person... I would say that I have a relationship with Jesus. I don't have, I'm not religious. Okay. Because I think religious and religion is is probably, it comes with very bad connotations and bad things in people's minds. And rightly so for some some reasons. And so I don't like that and nor is it that. Okay. So you have a relationship with Jesus. Yes. I don't. Yes, okay. you don't. So yeah, that's that's for sure. Well just for people who that. don't know. So I always you ask felt Simon very the, very strongly the need to clarify that everyone whilst beating his chest. I always ask Simon questions that I feel need to be asked by me. And we always have a laugh about it. I don't <laughs> take him too serious, he doesn't take me too serious. So Come on, hit me with it. Um what is the biggest thing that's tested your faith? Oh, I mean, that's Mic a drop. question, bro. What's the biggest thing that's tested my faith? What do you mean? In what aspect? Like, What's made you think, what's like, the point is of this? Is there a God? Yeah. I've had enough of this. I don't yeah. believe anymore. Um, the biggest thing that's tested my faith. I, because I, Jesus is who you answer to, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I love that. Who I answer to. Yeah. Uh, he is the be all and end all. Yes. Okay. So yeah. what has made you question that? Yeah. 
when I choose to make myself the most important person in my life, when I become more prominent than anyone else and I become like my own God, then I think you can become quite insular, you can become, become quite um, internally focused and your life very quickly becomes about you and yours and what you've got going on and what your problems are, what your good things are, what your bad things are. And um, if you stay in that space, for me, I think if I stayed in that space long enough, I then started a question like, when life got bad, it was always someone else's fault. And when life got good, it was always my good thing that I did. And um, and so life invariably at one point or another has been bad. And uh, then you question like, oh God, where are you? But actually he's been there all along for me. And it was just a case of I'd taken my focus off him. And so there, that's kind of been it. There's no one thing necessarily. It's just been a series of things like that. Progress, not perfection. The Chasing Progress podcast. All right, I'm going to give you a scenario. It's never yeah. going to happen, but I'm giving you a scenario. Mad me answer, dealer. Yeah. Give me you can play golf every day. Yeah. <laughs> you can go to the gym every day. Yeah. Or you can go to church every day. Yeah. You can't do both. You can't do th- all three. You can only stick with one. Which one are you doing? I go to golf every day. What? <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to know. I go that to means golf you can't every day. in God. No. Yeah. No, you said church. You didn't say God. What's the same thing? No, it's not. Church ah. is a church is a building. Okay, you can play golf every ah, day. You can't change the question. No, you said. That's another question. You said go to church. Oh, you've got out of it though. No, I haven't. You said Wind. go to church, play golf, yeah, or go, go to, to church and pray. So I can pray on the golf course. I can oh sing God. songs to God on the golf course. I can read my Bible on the golf course. And this is I what I cannot I'm play with. golf. Okay, I'm in adding church. a question at the bottom. So no, you're okay. stuffed. End of question. You asked the wrong question. Time's up. You can play golf. <laughs> you can pray, or you can go to the you can go to the gym. I'm gonna play golf because I can pray when I'm playing golf. I've just said you can't do both. You can't play golf and pray. You can play golf. Look, or you can let's pray. put a nail in this one. Put quickly. a nail in you. If if it ever came to it, God would always be my first choice. Who would you most like to train with and oh, I why? Love these questions. I Who would I most this. like to train with and why? Um, oh, I thought this would be obvious. Oh, no, I don't know. What do you mean? Now you've got me thinking. Well, let me see what your answer is first. Who would I like to train with most and why? Yeah, I'm gonna, I don't know. This isn't a hard question. It is. It's a tough question. Well, I thought this would be the easiest one. I enjoy lot. training with you, bud. All right, yeah. I love well, it. Okay. But you're asking someone who's not like you. Yeah, someone like mega famous. Mega famous, well, rich, no. rich Froning. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Rich Froning. I would want well, to train with mega Rich famous, Froning. Is he? He's mega famous. He's not. Rich Froning, definitely. Uh, why? Why not he with the greatest? The same, he, shares, he shares the same faith as me, so we could have conversations around that. Plus, he's, uh, he's the absolute goat. And, no, he's not. He's second. Um, <clears> and yeah, I reckon he'd push me. But I, I think I'd also hate training with him, though. I think it, it'd suck. Because, but people not, might not know who Rich Froning is. Explain. He's the fittest man of all time from the years of 2011 to 2014. <laughs> um, and he's just an all-round good guy. What is your personal goal? In what fitness? Um, and I don't want a generic. Who want to get a little bit less, a little bit okay, more? This. So okay. I want to be. An, I, I want I, the I, five whys. The five whys. Well, I don't know if I'll give you five, but. Uh, I want to be I want to be athletically sound which means I want to be able to run jump swim row walk bike 
um, for as long as I can Why? in my life. Um, to maintain health, to be physical and active, to be able to swing a golf club for as long as I can, to be able to run around with my daughter and the potential kids we will have and just yeah i'm gonna look here's a fun here's a fun thing that i think about all the time i'm going to be an older dad right i'm 39 years old now uh my daughter arrived when i was 38 so by the time she's like 12 i'm gonna be 50 now most or a lot of the dads that are going to be running around the school and dropping their kids off when my daughter's 12 and their daughters are 12 they're going to be like 38 40 and I want to be able to, I want to be able to beat him at the egg and spoon race. <laughs> That's why. Not bare feet box jumps. Egg and spoon race, man. I want to be able to win. Did you, yeah, but you don't. Have you done an egg and spoon race with yeah. uh, with Beth School yet? I've done sports days. Did you win? No. Oh, you Cause suck. Because they, they cheated. <laughs> You've got all these people running with spoons with no eggs on. The egg fell off about right, 20 minutes that. ago. Well, then they um, didn't win. They yeah, cheated. Because I'm competitive and I'm just like, well, yeah, what's they the point they, did, they didn't win. You won. Beanbag on the head, yeah. that race. And were all the dads your age or were they older or younger than you? A uh, bit of a mixture, I think. Some, I'd say some younger, some older, some larger, some smaller. Yeah. Okay. Nice well, variety. Well, I want to be able to beat all of them. Yeah, but it's not a level playing field, is it? Because people cheat. There's no rules. I mean, I'll cheat then if I have to, like, but I'm winning. Work hard. Be consistent. Make it happen. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? And then one more question. Okay, best piece of advice that I've ever been given is to to make my life about helping other people achieve their dreams. Uh, right, moving on. What is wrong with that answer? That's not advice. It that is. You've been given. Someone gave me that advice. Okay. Tell you what, if you don't get your answer, you're out. Right. This is a good one. We finish this on a good one. Come on. <laughs> what is your? <laughs> Come on. What is your worst type? Worst and favorite type of client? Um, my worst and favorite. And I'm just going to put this in here. If you want to mention names of our members, you can. My worst type of clients. Oh my gosh. Um, someone who questions you at every single turn, but not out of like a, oh, I need to know this for an educational point of view, just because they want to have a moan. Anyone in particular? Um, Any names? My worst. <laughs> <laughs> I can think um, of a few. Um, okay, let's go easy. Who's your favorite type of client? Oh, well, that's easy. Favorite type of client is someone who just does everything you tell them to do. That's incredible, but I'm telling you right now, we don't have anyone like that. So <laughs> there is no name getting mentioned there because we don't have anyone like that. Okay, so everyone let's go back to the always, everyone always <laughs> argues. Is there something to say? I guess the the worst one comes down to just who argues the most. It's the know it all. It's the person because we like okay, questions. Here you go. Wait. Here you go. Here's the thing. We like questions and we yeah. like uh, people who are gonna be inquisitive. Yeah. But I don't like know it alls. Know-it-alls can do one. No names are getting mentioned, but if you feel like you're feel a know-it-all, we have to have one name. if you feel like you're a know-it-all, come speak to me and we'll have a chat. <laughs> okay, we'll leave it there, 20 odd <laughs> minutes. Thank you very much, Simon. Thank you, Dave. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please remember to subscribe, hit it with five stars on your reviews, and we'll see you again next time. Thank you for listening. Subscribe now on iTunes and Spotify. Find us on Instagram at origin underscore gym.